Alike Kaji. Wow, 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 that has people coming in by the masses. Hell yeah, to hear our acapella wah wah with the whammy bar. It's uh yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's subliminally telling people come come to the uh, show. Welcome to the two dumb engines, everybody. This is episode five oh one. We are woo. starting starting season five, everybody. This is season five. Welcome, welcome to the brand new season of the two dumb engines. I'm happy to be here. My, I'm just, I'm just pumped, excited. I'm and just ready here to go. And Derpy's like, I'm just here. <laughs> He's like, Derpy's like Marshawn Lynch. He's here so he does not get fined. That's right. That's right. Exactly. We, that's right. We find Derpy every time he doesn't come. So, just in case you're wondering, just in case you're wondering what the pay situation is around here. <laughs> and then not use him on the uh, occurred. And then not use him in the um, in a. A clutch situation. Good morning, Ron on the board. Yeah. Woo, this is episode five, Ron. Welcome. Welcome back. This is episode 501, season five. I'm sorry, season five. Uh, ay, ay, ay. Ron has, uh, Ron's wife has pneumonia. There, I tell you what, guys, there's a lot going around right now. Everywhere you look and everywhere you go, I got to say that I, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty healthy compared to everybody else that I look around and see. Mm-hmm. You know, and whenever it's like this, it's like, you know, you just sit there and dread and wait. Okay, it's going to happen at any moment. I, You know, it's going to hit me. It's going to hit me. It's going to hit me. And um, and I've, I've been lucky to this point. But the thing is, you know, you're lucky to this point. But then, you you know, as, you, as I said, you, you know to yourself, it's going to hit you. I just would rather it hit me, get it over with, and, and get ready to, um, you know, head move forward. But I hate being the last one to get sick. And I'm never the guy that doesn't get sick when everybody else does. Yeah. I just tend to get it last. Mm-hmm. And it builds up strength and momentum. And then I get it and I'm, you know, 10 times worse than everybody else. Yeah. I, I At least that's what I like, make people think. I had it for like a day, but I know people who've had it for like a week now. Feels yeah. like. <laughs> Are you sick too? I, I was, but I, I'm good now. I, I blame Bob nothing. You know what? That, that's a good call. We, always blame Bob nothing. We got uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. We're going to kind of wrap up. We're going to kind of wrap up the season. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl. I got some things I want to say. Then we're going to talk about some Steelers trying to figure out what they're going to do next. We got we got all kind of stuff we're going to talk a about lot of today. Stuff to talk about. Welcome, uh, guys. It is Mike. We, we, we people always say, I, you know, why can't I have a holiday? Why can't I have a, a month? Why can't I, Mike? It's Fat Tuesday. It's time to celebrate, <laughs> buddy. This is your day. Yeah. There's no other win. day. A win, Mike, 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 Mike. A win is a win, boys. A win is a win. There's no, no day. Matters. There's no day like this for you. So there you go. You enjoy. I'll take my win. And y'all can bump off because I got the win today. And the special part of today's show just like the Pledge of Allegiance, we're going to start something new today on episode five, oh, 501. God. Oh, uh, God. Season five. I'm sorry. Episode 501. As you did every day in school, you stood, you placed your hand over your heart, 
and you said the Pledge of Allegiance to remind yourself that you are an American. So I think moving forward here, <laughs> excuse me, in season five, every day we're going to start the episode with Derpy standing up and telling us how he's not as smart as a five-year-old. So Derpy. <laughs> oh, wow. So this is this is gonna be this, pretty this, harsh. This is the pretty harsh, right? This is the price that you pay when when you lose to a five year old. And I you know and I, you can't take it personal. It just is what it is. If Mike would have lost to a, lost to a five year old, it would be the same thing. That, so Derpy, that's rough, dude. If you would please, Fine, start, I'll do it. If you would please start the show off, Derpy, and repeat after me, I Derpy, I Derpy, am not as. Am not as smart as a five-year-old. Smart as a five-year-old. You have your hand over your chest because that's important. If if not, we have to do it again. <laughs> Ryan, don't tempt me. All right, all right, good enough. Oh this is how, my god! This is how we're gonna start the show. I'll make week. I'll make Mike end this show in in a heartbeat. This is the this is the uh, the new tradition. This is what we're gonna do at the beginning of oh every show god. for the next three hundred sixty-three days. I, I can't. I can't with you two. But look at it this way. Next year, if you lose to Mike's son, he'll be six. So it won't be as embarrassing. It won't be as it will it'll be as bad, but it won't be it as won't be it. Yeah. yeah. Good morning to Brian on the board. Wasn't 501? Wasn't there jeans? Mike, you're a clothes guy. Wasn't that like jeans or something? 501? Levi's 501s. That was a thing, right? Yeah, it is a thing. It's um it's the, it's the style of how they fit. I only know that because I've worked retail for 15 years. Yeah, that's why I asked you. You're like the uh, the resident. I'm not expert. the clothes guy. I just you know how to fold them and how to find them and like oh okay that's what that that's what those numbers mean. I thought it was just like us just randomly throwing numbers on something to make it sound fancy. Yeah, that's what I would have assumed. But you know what? I, I guess yeah, it makes yeah. Sense. No, I I learned something in 15 years of retail that the general population sucks, and I can tell you what the what the numbers on, on the Levi's mean. You know, I knew in high school. I knew in high school that the general population sucked. I, really I had an did. inkling. I had an inkling, but yeah, when, once you work in the service industry, oh yeah, you realize people suck. So, one of the big storylines, I'd say probably one of the bigger storylines going into the final game of the season this year for the NFL was Taylor Swift, and I and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna cut her off today. Today's gonna be the last Woo. day we talk Swift, <laughs> but I, I think this is necessary. Necessary. Because with the boycott on Taylor Swift that most people said they're not even going to watch the Super Bowl because mm -hmm. of her, this was the most watched <laughs> TV program ever in the history of TV programs. <laughs> it averaged 123.4 million. And uh, let me get a couple more numbers up here because it's absolutely ridiculous on what this Super Bowl did with Everybody being on boycott, boycotting the game because of Taylor Swift. They brought money. This Super Bowl is the most watched over um, ever, with a total audience of 123.4 million average viewers across all platforms. Mm -hmm. CBS led the way with 120 million viewers, the largest audience in the history for a single network. Uh, the Super Bowl is the most streamed Super Bowl in the history, led by recording. But led by a record-setting audience on Paramount Plus, and more than 200 million viewers watched all or part of the Super Bowl across all networks, the highest unduplicated total audience in the history 
and up 10 uh plus 10 percent versus last year's super bowl 10 percent. wow you can think uh yours truly with the taylor swift fan club uh, yeah you 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 brought it derby i mean Swift did. brought the audience so it, it it's that um you know it's that old mindset whether you like her or whether you hate her you're gonna tune in yeah and you know and, and that holds true and if you don't think that it does why was the chief of the 49ers super bowl so much more popular and watched than the chiefs in the eagles last year the only difference between this year and last year guys is taylor swift yeah, and everyone, you know, was like, oh, this is not the Super Bowl we wanted. No one wanted the Chiefs in there. Yeah. We wanted someone else. But, yeah, you know, it's the most watched Super Bowl of all time. This is what you get when you have the bad guy in a situation. Yeah, yeah. everyone like the wants bad to guy. tune in to see the bad guy lose. Right. You know, I tuned in to see Hollywood Hogan lose. I just, I, I think that it's, it's, it's fascinating that it played out like this. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that it did because it, it speaks volumes when you look at these numbers. And it, it really is... Really is unbelievable. Yeah, this is the most watched TV program ever in the history of TV. When a lot of people said, in fact, they were not going to watch the Super Bowl because of Taylor Swift. A couple interesting facts about Ms. Swift: fifty-four seconds total during the course of the whole game was the amount of time that she was shown on your TV screen until That's celebration shocking. afterwards. It's, it's yeah. all the way until the end of the game. 54 seconds total of, a, of a, almost a you know over three hours the game itself was 54 seconds so there you go did people overreact mike yeah um I, you know yeah very much so like in the beginning they showed her way too much like when she first started dating travis it was just wall-to-wall taylor swift but i would say towards the end of the season they figured it out you know just you know a handful of seconds here and there and, you know, it's like, you know, when you watch the NBA, they're sh- always showing celebrities. Right. And when you're watching um, People like Yankees games, who's there? You're watching, um, you know, the Lakers game. What celebrities on Celebrity Row? Right. And they'll keep panning to them for reaction stuff. So, you know, it's no different than when you watch those sports. I, I couldn't agree I more, said, Mike. Roger Goodell. I and, think you know, that... it, it, and it's all about, you know, these are, you know, she's, you know, an entertainer the nfl is about entertainment and they're all about you know getting as much revenue as you can and they, they saw viewership would go up they tapped into newer demographics so yeah they're going to tap into those newer demographics to add to the ranks of viewers and fans and you know consumers they want more pe- more eyeballs on the product to consume their product so of course they're going to show her of course it they're going to show like big it was celebrities a a plus plus in in, in marketing and oh yeah uh, you know and drawing people in. yeah you know, and as I said, most people, a lot of people are going to walk away saying, oh, I hate her. I wish I didn't see her, but the numbers say otherwise. I, I just hate, I hate, I hate cutaways to anyone. I hate 54 const- seconds. I hate constant replays, but you know what? It's part of the game. It's, part of the, it's part of the viewing experience. They found I've out. urinated longer than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you might want to see a doctor about that, by the way. That's literally nothing. 54 <laughs> seconds. No, um, it's not even a minute. Of course, the game was a 25-22 overtime win by Kansas City. I, I learned a great game. I learned lots of things. A couple of things that I want to uh, catch up from yesterday. <laughs> Brian did send me a picture of the purple Gatorade. So that is confirmed. It was the purple Gatorade. I, I didn't see it. I don't know how I missed. I don't know how I missed the purple Gatorade being thrown on, on Andy Reid, but it happened. 
Also, I've seen Ice Spice. Now, who is Ice Spice? Is she dating somebody or no? No, she's just her. She she's, just... Been, she's a musician, and I, like she's been friends with Taylor Swift for for a oh, while. Okay, yeah, I have no problem with Ice Spice. Like you said yesterday, she's kind of cute. Yeah, there, there. She, there's, you know, some pictures you look at her like, eh, not my thing. Other pictures are like, she's really cute. Yeah, I just want to see like a side, you know thing of like her and jason kelsey going out on adventure I, they're, they're like the two side characters with him with no shirt on the movie like well, you want to follow crazy. the sidekicks these yeah. are the, like the 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 comic relief characters you want to follow yeah like if you've seen him with no shirt on walking away with ice spice that know, would that's... be and like his wife just behind just shaking uh, yeah. her head like oh i gotta go babysit the two children right that, i right. would watch that i would watch that reality show also another thing that i learned from watching this <laughs> What's um what's what's Patrick Mahomes' wife's name? Brittany. Brittany. Brittany Mahomes. I know, you know, we we've talked about this before extensively on this I show. Think I saw this. But how she is popping these kids out <laughs> and he is having the and he's having the sympathy body. You know how <laughs> the dad guys on. have these sympathy pains when they're when yeah. their women have babies? Yeah. He's literally getting the childbearing hips. Uh-huh. He, you know the prego ass, the pooch that they get on the you know on their belly. He somehow in the fucked up world that we're in, Patrick Mahomes is getting her sympathy. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? I yeah, I'd stop. I stop, stop knocking this a, chick up if I was I him. Know. Look yeah, at him. He's a mess. She has the body that you like. You look at her. It's like man, she looks like fit in shape. She should be out there. Mahomes should be up in the. Stadium. Yes. Yet, but hey, people don't want to admit it, but that's what peak you know male performance looks like. Is Patrick Mahomes with the beer belly or the dad bod? Peak male performance. Peak Talk. male performance. Peak male performance. I don't know what the hell that means, but you know, people think you know it's gonna be ripped and jacked. You know, six packs. Nah, you just gotta you gotta have that little little dad bod going on. And you're gonna win three Super Bowls on your way to like you know catching Brady. Somebody compared. I seen on Facebook. Somebody said that they look like he has shit in his pants. You know how I always say that. <laughs> yeah, pra- like a, pra- like a toddler who has that poopy diaper. <laughs> yeah, and he's running. Right. And it does look like it slows them down a little bit, but I don't know. But like a toddler has that quick, quick speed, man. Those fast legs, those quick feet. Right. You can't yeah. catch the little fucker. I, I think now when we scout everyone this year, if they have those short, choppy steps, we're going to describe it as if they're running with a full diaper. I like it. I, I like it. You know, this is the new scouting terminology. Runs with a full diaper. Another uh, thing that came up that I've been seeing. A lot of the people that wanted San Francisco to win, they they are not giving up on the on the thing was rigged. Did anybody get the idea that this game was? I mean, I, let me let me put it out to you like this. I mean, for the past twenty five years, between the Patriots and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. in a period where you're supposed to have parity, where they've been trying to make it equal for everybody to have a chance in the league, yeah, and these two guys just dominate. There's a part of you that says, you know what, something is going on. But I mean, wouldn't that be kind of obvious? You got two guys over 25 years, basically, yeah. that's won everything. Well, you know, and they they were people were saying that too when the uh, Steelers won against um, Seattle that it was rigged. You know, you, you can analyze every every snap frame by frame to look for a questionable hold, look look for a questionable face mask that gets lost in the shuffle of like the action that you're not going to catch that every single time. So you can pinpoint those ones and go, ah, oh, there's a hold up. Oh, you know, there's an illegal contact. It's like, 
Yeah, but you're watching that frame by frame. You're not watching it bang, bang, where that stuff gets missed all the time. So I, people, they're away? just going out of their way. I mean, because there was games during the course of the season when we was like, wow, what a bizarre way that ended. What a, what a bizarre yeah. game that was. Did anybody, I mean, anybody on the panel here or on the board, did anybody get the vibe? I, and, I, and, I, and I have to ask because I don't know if it's just my, 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 my biased opinion because I was pulling for Kansas City in this particular game. But did anybody get the vibe that this game was fixed? I mean, it, it, it was a bunch of terrible play by the offense in the first half as yep. far as Kansas City goes. And then the second half, it, it finished the way that every single Kansas City game ends. And no. Does anybody anybody get that vibe? guy? I didn't. I, I didn't. I, didn't I, I did not. No, I like, did. I got the vibe of, you know, San Francisco should have kept running the ball because yeah. Kansas, there was no answer for the CMC. You know, and it, Shanahan once again – mismanaging a Super Bowl. You know, he's the architect of the uh, 28-3 collapse against New England. You know, and then he's the architect of this one. Yeah, they didn't have that big of a lead, but you were running the ball, running the ball effectively, and then you just stopped giving it to the best offensive player in the league. Yeah, really. Get you got Christian McCaffrey, and your alternative is, and I'm not, we're not going to have the debate now about Brock Purdy, but that but, was the alternative. Yeah. Why don't you stick with, as you yeah, said, I'm sticking the, with, you know, I thought – Purdy played well, but I'm giving the ball to my best player, and that is CMC. Yeah. <laughs> Almost kind of like a Seattle Seahawks situation. It, why why yes, would you go yes, away from why what would works? you get away? Yeah, you're gonna get down there, we're gonna let beast mode run us down there, then at the two yard line, we're gonna throw a quick, you know, quick slant into traffic. It's like you want it's like coaches get into their mind, like, you know what? It's kind of like um, Pete Carroll in Seattle. Like, oh, people said Russ wasn't the guy who got us here. I'm going to prove them wrong by having him score the game-winning drive. And, you know, down here, uh, Shanahan, when he was in Atlanta, oh, people thought, think Matt Ryan isn't this great quarterback. Guess what? He's going to be the one to win. People think Brock Purdy's not all that great. Guess what? I'm going to make him be the one to win. Derpy, like what are you they, doing? Like they get it into their head to prove Derpy, what are you? It sounds like Derpy's on a machine in the hospital. What's it going does, on? too. Are you all right, Derpy? I'm all right. You okay. sound like Darth Vader over there. It was driving me nuts. I thought you were, I thought you were having that heavy nose breathe that you get, Mike. <clears throat> I can't. My nose is stuffed up, so now I'm a mouth breather, and I hate it. And I seen I seen Patrick Mahomes already made his way down to Disneyland. He had his Disneyland day yesterday. Big parade tomorrow. So that's why I said I'm going to knock the Super Bowl talk out because the Super Bowl is done. And after tomorrow, after they have their parade, it's, you know, I mean, that's kind of the the, the official, yep. um, you know, cherry on the cake. So uh, we'll talk about a few more things here as far as the Super Bowl goes. We do have a lot to talk about about the Steelers and other things also. Guys, um, Justin Watson, the wide receiver from mm -hmm. the Chiefs. Now, he just won his third straight Super Bowl. He's from South Fayette right here, just south of Pittsburgh. And he was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team when Tom Brady won it. Then he went to the Chiefs and won two consecutive rings with the Chiefs. Justin Watson, Mike, three straight Super Bowl rings. Not a not a bad way to start off a career. No, no, not bad at all. To land on, you know, I'm going to play Tampa Bay where Tom Brady goes to retire and win a Super Bowl. Oh, I got to go somewhere else. Oh, fuck it. Oh, man, you mean I get to play with Patrick Mahomes? You know, back-to-back -back Super Bowls. You know, that, that's that's a lucky guy right there. It is a lucky guy. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Congratulations. And, you know, he's from the area, so hell yeah, I like that even more. Congratulations to South Fayette's own Justin Watson, the wide receiver who now has three Super Bowl wins 
uh, rings in a row. And then you have the 49ers who have three Super Bowl losses in a row. Yeah. They are on some Buffalo Bills shit. Of course, it isn't Mm -hmm. back-to-back. However, 30 years ago when they beat the San Diego Chargers in the Super Bowl in 1995, who would have thought we would be 30 years down the road in in San Francisco would win nothing? Three three straight losses, Mike. One more. You got to kind of put them in a category. I mean, you know, yes, they have wins. Mm -hmm. Yes, this isn't in a row. But if you lose four straight Super Bowls, anyway, you slice it. Come on, I mean that's, you know, that's something. Yeah, that 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 is, you know, that's going to be up there with, like you said, the Bills with the Minnesota Vikings. You know, they're just lucky they had that nice little run in the eighties. Otherwise, they would be that franchise of chokers. Because even even the Buffalo Bills, I mean, not, I'm sorry, the Denver Broncos. They were 0-4 before they won yeah. their two in the late mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah. So, I but mean, now, you, there's a special category for yeah. these kind of teams. Yeah, but, like, now, like, their history kind of has been rewritten. Not a lot of people remember those four losses. They just remember those two Elway wins. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when we were going back through, I forgot how many times they were in there before, you know. And then and then a couple yeah. more times with Peyton Manning. So, I mean, the yeah, Broncos. Yeah, they only know. people are only remembering, like, the wins of the Broncos. They got lucky there, whereas San Fran might, like you said, they, they're having that history of failure right now. That might be their new identity. My favorite takedown of the game. Let's do a couple favorites that uh, happened during the course of this game. My favorite takedown of the game was when the turf took down Ty Greenwald. Oh, God, that poor dude. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> You are on the biggest stage ever. More people's watched this game Ugh. than has ever watched anything on, on a single TV channel. And you run out on the field and, and literally get hurt doing nothing. Ugh. Why? He's having a good game, too. And here's the thing about these guys. They're worried about not playing in a Pro Bowl because they don't want to get hurt. Uh, you, See, you know, this is possible. why I wouldn't play in the Pro Bowl. Well, nobody in the Pro Bowl got hurt. This That's guy true. ran out on the Yeah, because they weren't trying anything. This guy ran out. Well, was he trying anything? Oh, he, he was, was amped up. He was bouncing around all well, game. That does he not. Was... I mean, come on. That's 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 ridiculous. The guy literally took two I, steps forward and fell on his face. I'd rather blow my Achilles out at at the Super Bowl than at the Pro Bowl. Well, nobody's getting injured at the Pro Bowl, and but I tell nobody you what, has though, for a long, long time. I, as far as I know, <laughs> I, I I tell you what though, I I it was a nice wrap up on the season. You have Aaron Rodgers blowing his Achilles out in the first game, then you got someone blowing their Achilles out. In the last game, you know, the, the script writers did a nice little bookend on the season. He got taken down by the turf. Turf monster, baby. You got to watch out for And it. again, you know, these guys are so cautious. Don't uh, don't get hurt when you're not supposed to. Well, there you go. There you go. You know, I, I'd rather these, get hurt at the And I know that you're going to be devil's advocate, so I have to kind of keep fighting and weeding through what you're saying to continue this saying. conversation. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is these guys, they're, they're built – in such a way you have to have such a such a a, a certain physical strength and mm-hmm. uh physique to be in this league it's almost it's abnormal it's freakishly abnormal yeah and you could you know kind of look at, at tj watt a lot of times when he gets hurt it, there's, there's not really nothing. anything that happens yeah he, he, you know he's stretching his arm across the you know mm-hmm. a, a body to make a tackle or you know he just comes up lame after you know just something that doesn't even look bad these guys that they're, they're they're so fragile Maybe that's why they don't want him playing in the, in the Pro Bowl because these well, guys they're just so fragile. And as I said, when was the last time you 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 took three steps and fell to the ground? I mean, I, I do remember the time therapy. you got injured. Therapy. I remember the Bring time the that you got injured, Mike, when you were reversing your car, which was classic. 
<laughs> you were going in reverse <laughs> in your car and you got hurt, which was one of my favorite injuries. And this is right up there with it. Don't get me wrong. But how, how do often... you remember that? How 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 can I not remember that? That okay, yeah. You know, when when unfortunate injuries you know are listed, you know, Greenlaw and, and me are up there with unfortunate. Oh, injuries. you're my top two. Oh yeah, yeah. But as I'm saying, the average and guy. I'm not a physical specimen like that guy. Exactly. That's my point. The average guy goes to jog and takes two steps, doesn't usually get injured and fall on their face. You know, I see people that are, a matter of fact, I see very heavy women walking around my town doing that fast walk with the exercise. They're okay. You know, as far as I know, you, yeah. you just don't see generally, you don't see average people falling on their face yeah. out of nowhere. I thought it was kind of funny. That was my favorite takedown of the game. <laughs> Of course, someone's Achilles being blown out. It would be your favorite play of the game. It was. <laughs> it was. You're like, haha, that's what you get for being physically fit. Exactly. Yeah. Being, being physically fit has never proven to be really, really uh, good for you. I, I just want to put that out there because a lot of guys that are wrestlers that die in their 40s of a heart attack. Well, but, you know, that's the combination of booze, barbiturates. But and... again, I mean, a lot of times you see the NFL guys, they die with the, you yeah. know, the head tumor. Any Anytime that people are super physical and they're involved in physical things. Now that's why, Ryan, you and I are going to live to we're like 120. <laughs> I'm going to be ageless. <laughs> that's unfortunately, what I'm, I'm going to Unfortunately, I'm going to be the oldest person ever one day. You watch. Like a gargoyle, just watching everyone else die. I, I kind of want to be there for that. So I got to, I got to. Be at least third in line. Taking them injuries when you're going in reverse in your car. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm a board. You, I can't even remember what I hurt when I did that. It was a whole combination of things. You hurt like like my neck, my back, back, your back, your neck, and your back. You know how it goes. Yeah, a way too early Super Bowl picks, guys. Way, way, way too early Super Bowl picks, Mike. Who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl champion next year? If you want, I could. Uh, I could. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I am going the Kansas City Chiefs. I am no longer betting against because Mahomes. you all season long said they're, they're just not that good. This team is not going to win. I they're going to get them. knocked out. The I Kansas City them. Chiefs are not going to win the Super Bowl, Mike. And you know how could you know how how could anybody say that at this point? That they're not going like, to win. Yeah, they were all out of sorts. They have you know? that guy. Like they have that guy, and now, they were like, able to turn it on like that. Yes. Once the playoffs that's started, the scary part. They were able to turn it on like that. Uh, again, let me, let me give you the odds, guys. San Francisco plus 500. Kansas City plus 750. Baltimore plus 900. Buffalo plus 950. Nope, nope. Cincinnati and Detroit both plus 1200. Miami plus 1600. Dallas plus 2000. And that is your best bet for your odds for next year. I, I, I don't see. I don't see any of those teams except for. Kansas City, because they all have, they all have, they've proven they, they they choke along the way. I think that Detroit is going to be hungry. I think Detroit is going to be a team. It, they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to be really bad. I mean, they're either going to be really good or they're going to mm-hmm. underachieve. And they, I think if the if the Detroit Lions could get over a certain hump, yeah. so we're going the season, they're, you know, maybe 12 and four. And you're like, okay, well, they're they're going to be just fine. I think then in the playoffs, they, they for some reason, they have a psychological advantage. There's always something about that team that loses in the championship round uh, back in the early 90s when the Steelers were fighting their way and working their way through the Super yeah. Bowls. You know, there was always something about that that team that had the, the loss mm-hmm. the previous season. 
uh, not only in the Super Bowl, but the teams that lost the, the championship games. They always seem to have this extra edge in the in the following season. Detroit, you know, minus a couple bad dis- coaching decisions in this past game, uh, and maybe you know losing their their focus during the course of the game. You, you tweak those couple things. I think this Detroit team, yeah. adding a few more players from this mm-hmm. year's draft, adding a few more players from this yeah. year's free agency. I think Detroit Lions could very well be the team from the NFC next year. Uh, Kansas City, they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't. They just can't continue to be the team from the AFC year but they can after be. year after well, year after year. But they are, they are, but, and they continue and, to be. So, so but your that choices, is the hardest conference to come out of, though, is the AFC. So they they're going to have the toughest battle. I want to know uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is not on this list. No. Yes, they they fell off. They fell off bad after starting ten and zero. Keep in mind ten and zero. And then the next eight, eight weeks kind of fell apart for Philadelphia. I don't rule them out. They are a team that's going to have a chip on their shoulder after making some offseason moves. I think Philadelphia might be back in the mix. Detroit, Philadelphia is my NFC championship game. As far as the AFC goes, I think Buffalo, they're hungry. Um, I, I just don't think Miami is that team. Cincinnati, uh, possibly. They're, they're another one of them teams that are either going to do really well or yeah. they're going to underachieve. They have the pieces to do really well. But they, you know, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, or what I think are both up for contract, or Tyler Boyd this year, T. Higgins next year. They got to figure out who they're keeping. But they got that guy. When you have that guy, you're always in the race. But can that guy stay healthy? Exactly. That, that's, that's one the thing. thing. He's starting to get that rep of being injury prone. So can he? Can he be that guy? Uh, the the Baltimore Ravens. Come on, I mean, <laughs> this team was very very close to being in the Super Bowl this year until they ran into the Chiefs. So my my NFC Championship game is going to be the Eagles and the Lions next year, and as, as my early way early Super Bowl pick, I'm going to take Detroit to make it there. As far as the yeah. AFC, Mike, it's it's up in the air. I, I yeah. think you're Buffalo. I think Baltimore. I think Kansas City. I think Cincinnati. Uh, you know, and depending on a few other things, maybe a few other teams, maybe, maybe, just maybe this yeah. Houston tennis or this Houston Texans team who overachieved yeah. this year. Can they continue to overachieve? Will they have a little bit of a pullback? Again, you have a whole nother draft and then a whole nother free agency mm-hmm. coming up here. So, you know, a lot of it, things could happen, guys. With, well, with I think this. like with, with KC, they, they, they do have a number of free agents, but they're Mahomes is getting ready to restructure his contract like Ben did, like Brady did to free up room. And, you know, if they can get um, Chris Jones back, and maybe he can, you know, they can sell him on, hey, you know, we'll pay you close to the top D tackles, but not much. If you want to win some more Super Bowls, dangle that carrot, you know, and then they, they'll they have money to upgrade their wide receiver core. You know, it, imagine they get, uh, you know, at least a true number one receiver. <laughs> Pair him with Rasheed Rice, who came on strong his rookie year. They can upgrade that receiving core to be even more dangerous. So they they got time to reload because this year and last year was supposed to be the down years, and they and they, they, and they are back. seven and zero in the playoffs since Tyreek Hill left yeah. the team. Yeah, sometimes you, gotta, you sometimes you got to cut a player to move on. And people would always say, you know what, this team, you know, when Tyreek Hill leaves, it's not going to be the same team. He has such big play capabilities, but you know what, he is in a place <laughs> that's not getting it done, and. uh you know, and and here you have this team that's seven and zero in the playoffs, guys. Um, you know, you when you have a good coach and you have a good quarterback, it's a hard thing to stop. Yeah. When this thing breaks apart and it, it and it's like New England, maybe Patrick Mahomes goes to Seattle and does something at the end of his career, and Andy Reid has more losses than he's had with. It really feels a lot like the the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Andy Reid has a pedigree. The guy wins a lot of football games. You know, early on, you remember him choking in, in Philadelphia yeah. for four straight NFC championship games. But you know what? The guy improved. And that's scary because now you have this combination, this head coach, quarterback combination. And a lot of times you see that being a very big part of those mm -hmm. teams that get it done year in, year yeah. out. So look at your team. <laughs> Take a look in the mirror in, in these 31 other cities and look at your team and say, is this what's going on on my team and what needs to happen to make things, uh, you know, yeah. to make our team a competitor? Because go back, you know, in, in, in the last 15, 20 years, this has been the case in the NFL. You, you need that guy. And, God, we saw it with Kansas City. That guy overcame a lot of warts on offense. You know, it helped, too, that they had a really damn good defense, an underrated defense, to help, you know, help carry them when the I'm offense my mind. What I want to know what's going on. It sounds like a win, like you're going through it a does. win. It are does. Are you outside running derpy? No. You're getting the miles in today. Are you training for the no. Tour France? Are you Maybe. Are you there we for, go. That's what I'm talking about. Are you training for Ty Greenwald's position? <laughs> <laughs> you love this way too much. I, I absolutely did, do. Did, did, did Ty Greenwald like kick this your puppy gold. or something? Yes, this is gold. Anytime I see something like this, oh, I never forget. Like when you got hurt, you know, going in reverse in your car. Do you think I'm ever going to forget that as long as I live? No, no, no. I, you'll be the last, you know, or the oldest person alive and your last words will be, Mike hurt himself going in reverse. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to paint. Then, to, then, to, then to I'll do the, the butthead laugh as I as I. Pass. I tell you what, though, I did not pull a muscle. I did not pull a muscle. I uh, I, you can't pull fat, so I didn't pull a muscle. Right, right. And so it might have been just like a. But you had that whole position. combination. I mean, it was the back, the neck, the shoulder. Uh, guys. So that is Derpy. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to be your way too early Super Bowl pick? I have to agree with Mike. And what did Mike say? Kansas City. Mike, who yeah. did you did you pick an NFC team? I wasn't. Paying uh, I I didn't. No. I, I, God. Let's go. San Francisco got to be in the conversation again. Hey, I mean, Fran. come on. I, I'm gonna go dark horse. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Because you figure you San Fran you know loses. What? San Fran loses by a you know a four three points in overtime. Mm -hmm. They're just as good as a candidate as anybody else moving forward. I'm going. I'm going on. I'm going. Green Bay, Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse. Right. Gotta you go off the Mike, board. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Uh, rematch of Super Bowl one and two. Yeah. Green Bay and the yep. Chiefs. Yeah. All right. There you go. Dawson's gonna uh, crawl out the grave and you know. Way too early Super Bowl picks. There you go, guys. Yeah. Uh let's see. So yesterday there was some movement. Some movement in the roster yep. here in Pittsburgh. No surprises to me. I figured that all three of these guys would be gone eventually. Yeah. Over the Steelers, they tend to wait a little bit longer. They, they they analyze and they see how things are playing out and they look around. And on Omar they, Khan. On Omar Khan. As of yesterday, the Pittsburgh Steelers part way with Mitch Trubisky, Chooks Akorafor, Akorafor mm -hmm. and Presley Harvin the third. Three guys that I really the thought. History. The three guys that I really thought needed to go. But mm -hmm. Omar Khan, I mean, apparently he thought they really needed to go. They are day after the Super Bowl, they were on their yeah. way out the door, Mike. You know, he you know, when people were saying, you know, 2024 season starts now, Omar Khan did not hesitate. <laughs> he was like, see ya. You know, there's he punched your... that time card. He's like, Come on, let's yep. go to work, guys. You know, thank you for your efforts. Uh, good luck in your future endeavors. Now get the fuck out. Yeah. 
But it, like like you said, none of these moves were surprising at all. No, no, no. And, yeah. Right now, that puts us uh, about four million under the cap, or still four million over the cap. But you know, there's still who's next. Who's next on the chopping block? Is there anybody that you're sure? Um, Alan, Robins- start- Alan Robinson. Um, we'll say like nine million, like eight point one to nine million in that range. He'll be gone. What about Clam? Uh, no, they're not getting rid of Clam. Clam got the patch. There's I no know. But the, they'll they'll end up like extending him, free up cap space, and then you know just keep bumping that the, the dead money down down the line. So there'll be room there. Um, Ogan Joby might be a candidate because oh he did, he disappeared big time last year. Him and Cam, but you know they'll keep Camp Ogan Joby. He might be a cap casualty. Uh, those are. You know, definitely Allen Robinson. That that contract was built to be a one year deal. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, that that was like you know, hey, you know, if it if you work out, we'll bring it back. If not, you know, good luck. It wasn't that yeah. he didn't work out. We just didn't and have a pass. Yeah, we, yeah, we just didn't have a passing you know? game for him. But you know, uh, yeah, he'll be gone. They'll they'll look to upgrade there. But uh, that's like I said, eight to nine million dollars saved there. Ogan Joby, you can get some some cap relief if you designate him. I think was a post June first cap cut. I can't remember off the top of my head. You know, Brian really has an interesting point here on the board. The Chiefs never let anyone score over 30, 30 points all season long. Mm-hmm. The 85 Bears, the 04 Steelers, the 2000 Ravens, and the 02 Bucks didn't even do that. Like I said, underrated defense. I don't think that they're this great defense. I think they're a very I think they're coached in in the, in their game plan and oh. their strategy and what they do. Mike, I, I mean, you look their at their defensive teams, coordinators are genius. That's what I'm saying because you you look at these other teams with Mike Singletary and and Ray Lewis and um mm-hmm. Warren Sapp as you go through these teams the, the names, you know, 20 years from now you're going to look back and you're going to say, "Man, remember that Chiefs defense that never let up 30 mm-hmm. points?" Yep. Wait, who 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 is on that defense? And and you you know, nobody nobody stands out to where it is one of those intimidating defenses but boy do they play their asses off they haven't yeah. let up 30 points all season yeah and you saw it in the super bowl man sneed and mcduffie man they were who they were running the routes for the receivers they were they were on point uh that that front four was you know they they had trouble stuff stuff in the run but when it came time to make a play they made a play I do know this, guys. We do play the Kansas City Chiefs at home next year. So, hey, we, hey, that's like the first time in like 90 years we were playing them at home. So, you know, if you want to, you know, get up there and, and see these guys, see the champions, see uh, the great Patrick Mahomes, possibly even catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift, depending on what's going on <laughs> at that time of year. Guys, they are coming to Pittsburgh. The Kansas City yeah. Chiefs will be here next season. Their defense was number two in scoring, 17 points. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Cleveland's defense, which was the number one, you know, all the best defense around, they 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 were twenty first with twenty two points a game. So yeah. it was a damn, it was a stingy defense. No two ways about it, though, Mike. I mean, the you know they were able to, it, it, they 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 fell short when they needed to. That was the yeah. problem with that defense, mm-hmm. and it did, it didn't help that the comeback player of the year came back and was tossing the ball to the uh, the DBs for yeah, the Texans, yeah, for uh, you know a half straight. So uh, you know Cleveland. They're Cleveland. They did what the mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns do. No surprise to anybody. We're going to do it all again next year. Believe yep. me, they're going to be champions come preseason in the regular season. You know, if they beat the Steelers, they, they you know, they're, they're this great team that's finally beat the Steelers. Yeah. The, the Steelers are, you know, at their worst right now. So, I mean, for them to be basing things off of us is absolutely insane. And that just goes to show you how insane people in Cleveland are. Yeah. 
but they don't recognize that, you know, well, we stink. Why are you basing off things yeah, off of what the Steelers do? Yeah, they, they say, oh, you guys suck, but yet they want to brag that they had a better record than us. You're right. Do you suck or, do you have, or, or are you that much better than us? They just, they're, they're very, yeah. um, they're very dense in Cleveland, Mike. I just want to they are very dense. clear that up. Yeah, it looks like if the Steelers would cut Ogan Joby, designate him a post-June 1st cap cut, they'd save about four and a half mil. Okay. So, oh, he's got to go. Maybe maybe even someone like, you know, Nate Herbig, you know, he's you could All find right. someone to take his spot. You can save about three million there. So, and they're going to cut and, and all the guys that we brought on as depth last year. We're going to go through them and see, you know, who has a future, who doesn't mm-hmm. have a future, where we can save money. You know, the, these guys are very good with looking at those yeah, numbers can, and figuring like, that and out. Omar we found Khan, that out last year. Yeah, and Omar Khan was the cat guru that every team wanted before he became a GM. So he'll find ways to make money. Like, there, there's ways to move around. Like I think a Minka's contract, TJ's contract. You can shuffle money around. Yeah. Whatever's necessary, we're due. Um, I think I think Omar Khan and Weedle are going to be very very active. Yeah, I do too. I, it's going to put me in minds of you know, uh, Jim Rutherford when he was GM of the Pens. I like it though. Just wheeling and dealing. You know and what? You know <laughs> what, what happened? Jim works, Rutherford was great. wheeling and dealing. You are now putting good situations together. Yeah. Remember the the HBK line? Yeah, I, yeah. What a I, fucking you know, genius move that was. I'd I'd rather the Steelers be aggressive and fail instead of instead of being same old. And do it fail. the way we did and fail. At least show your trying. trying. At least fight. Yeah. Up, you know. Yeah, that's why you know, like every year they spend to the cap. They think they put out a good team and they fail. That sucks. You gotta but, you fight. Know, you gotta. You gotta at least. But now, you know. be aggr- add being aggressive onto it. That's I, I'm willing. Okay, that you failed, but guess what? You tried. You did everything you thought could do. It just didn't work out. I'm. I want to see, you know, the effort put into it. Um, as you said, Larry Ogunjobi may be on his way out the door. I think he's solid. <laughs> I think yeah, he didn't have a good season. I think if you're going to replace him, I, you got to have something good in store. You don't want to downgrade yeah. because he he's solid. He just I, I feel that he underperformed. Yeah. So you know, depending on what you're going to do, if you're going to go draft, you're going to go free agency, whatever it is, you know. And, and these guys will. They'll have a plan in place. But if Ogunjobi goes, you know this. You know this guy is because. He's the nicest guy ever. Cam Hayward is not going anywhere. Oh, no. Um, Cam Hayward is in a little bit of a predicament himself. He now, for the rest of his career, gets to wear that little patch mm-hmm. on his chest, yeah. as Drew Brees did, mm-hmm. as you know, a lot of guys around the league have right now for winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. <laughs> but he's up against a little bit of an issue, Mike. Yeah, It goes right where his Steeler symbol, oh. the Steeler logo on his jersey, is right where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're wondering, you know, can the can the Steelers make a little bit of an adjustment to help, you know, uh, help this along and help Cam get his, you know, keep his little patch on his shirt. Mike, what are the Steelers going to do about this patch situation? Oh, uh, they'll find a way to to make it work for Cam. Or yeah. you know, Cam will say, "Hey, get rid of the Steeler patch and just put that on there." Uh, if I, I have a feeling that's what will happen, but put you know my patch. You think they'll do away with the patch with the Steeler patch? I like it. I, it was never always there. It was kind of a new thing, yeah. what, roughly 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I like it. Although oh, um, there might be a jersey redesigned to make it, you know, so Cam can get it. So Cam could get his patch. Hey, you know you what? Know he, be finally, he finally won something in the NFL. I know. Not for what he did on the field, but he finally won something. And he, and he gets to wear it every day for the rest of his career. Yeah, you know what? It, a nice participation trophy for him. <laughs> Interesting. 
Mike, who are the Steelers going to pick? What position are the Steelers picking number one overall? Uh, we were picking 20th. And what, uh, I'm sorry, what, what position do you think that we're going to pick at number 20? Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a tackle. Is it going to be defensive line? I, I just asked. You can go anywhere. Literally, this, roll the dice, pick a position, pick the best player. Because this morning, Derpy is sending me texts at 4.30 in the morning. I get up to take a shit, and I get this <laughs> text message. It's Derpy, Derpy's latest, <laughs> his latest mock draft. And I and I open it up, and I see Derpy say, hey, I made a mock draft. And I thought to myself, there's going to be somebody from Ohio State on this list. And there was. And there was. There was somebody from Ohio State on the <laughs> list. Um, oh, the, the cornerback. Um, what's his name? I don't even think no, that was, I don't even think that was the Denzel guy. Burks. Oh, okay. No, it was uh, here here's Derpy's here's Derpy's mock draft as of 4:30 in the 4:41 okay. in the morning. I can barely open my eyes. At number 20, the cornerback from Alabama, Kool-Aid McKinstry. I like it, Derpy. I, I, number, I really do. I, I really do. I, I do too. That that'd be a that'd be a huge oh, him, huge him pick. or the other one from Alabama. Yes. Uh, his second pick, guys, at number 51 out of West Virginia, he has Zach Frazier. Derby is cooking. Derby's on fire at 4 in the God morning. Damn. Uh, also, pick number 84 out of Florida State, Braden Fisk, defensive lineman. I like it. We need D, we need D line help. Uh, this guy here, this gentleman here, is the guy from Ohio State at 119. Uh, linebacker, Tommy Eckenberg. Tommy Ooh, Eckenberg. Wow, you went off. We're at 119. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not bad value. And then finally, the last pick at one twenty, he has Jalen McMillan, the wide receiver out of Washington. That's not a bad pick either. So Derby's the the mock draft, and I got to tell you, go online. Even like if you go to <laughs> type in NFL news, anything that's in the NFL today, all the news, it's all around mock drafts. I yep. think it's too early for mock drafts. I'm not in the mood. But you know what, Derpy oh. Derpy sent me this work from four forty one in the morning. I could do nothing. While taking a shit, besides reading what he had said, and uh, and there you have it, Mike. What's the position? Ron on the board says O line, O line, O line DB. Those are my two right there. Offensive line, either tackle, center, or cornerback. Yeah, because I, I think you can find a starting. Right or left tackle, depending on where you want to put Broderick. You can find yourself starting corner, and you can find yourself starting center. You know, those three positions are you can find a guy right there. Now here's and a bigger question. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed for them upgrading the defensive line either. I, I think you got to. The defensive line is getting old. Yeah, you got to address that at some point. Um. So then. Then we have this debacle. It wasn't the Super Bowl wasn't even over for ten minutes, and they're already going on and on and on about this Ryan Tannehill, and then it falls down to <laughs> Justin Fields, and then it falls down to Russell Wilson. Yes, Ron Center is very crucial. I think going after Center would be a great idea, but these three quarterbacks, Mike, how do you handle this situation? Now, okay, let me put it out to you this way. We've said on this show many times, and many times it has been proven right, that you need to have a franchise mm -hmm. guy, a guy that's going to be able to get in there in them games and in big-time situations and, and, and be able to control the game and win football games. Uh, to say an a, a over, uh, a overage, you know, past his prime Russell Wilson, 
Justin Fields, I, I got to say, I'm not, I, I don't know if Justin Fields could be the guy to come in here and fix this particular team. Yeah. Because he's been in struggling offenses for, for a long time. And, uh, you know, he's doing well, but come on. And then the other one, Ryan Tannehill, I'm, I'm not, I was never a big fan of yeah. Ryan Tannehill. There's yeah. a reason he was a backup most of his career. Yeah, and everyone's they, saying, well, Arthur Smith could turn him into, yeah. uh, you know, a, a, a sculpture. No, but, if, if, but they're Mike, bring, if they're bringing in Tannehill, it's just to back up and mentor Kenny Pickett. And, you know, with, with Kenny yeah. Pickett. I mean, do you do you do you play somebody ahead of him again? And if you do, you might as well just you might as well just drop the Kenny Pickett entirely, the 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 the, the process of Kenny Pickett and work on getting your number one guy. So my question is this, Mike: Will the Steelers continue to be stubborn and go with one of these roots at quarterback, or will they ever ever go for the gusto to try to get that guy? Because I'm going to tell you this: Ryan Tannehill is not going to win you a Super Bowl next year. No. Russell Wilson is not going to win you. They have to do one or the other. Are they going to continue to be stubborn as they always are and maybe make one of these moves, have them mm -hmm. back up Kenny? You either have to go all in on Kenny or yep. move on from Kenny. Yeah. So these are the situations. Or you go for the gusto, which I think is an amazing idea, package something up, package deals up, package draft picks, players, money, and go get your guy, whoever it may be, whether he already exists in the league and you have to pay out more money, mm -hmm. This is how you're going to win in the league. Yeah. What are the Steelers going to do, Mike, moving forward? Because you got to have that quarterback. It's not going to be – you're not going to win a Super Bowl if you don't. Uh, it's not my word against anybody. Look at your at your list of the past yeah. 20 Super Bowls. you got to have that guy, you Mike. you got to have that guy. And right now, like guy. you're saying, the way they're, you know, looking at the quarterback position, it, it brings back to mind the years of when we had, like, Kent Graham, Jim Miller, Mike Tomczak. And then, you know, not going all in on Cordell Stewart. It has that vibe to it. Yes. And, and you know, we saw, sure the, what, they we saw what we did in that era. We didn't do diddly no. two. You know, we couldn't win diddly two. Playoffs. We had bad yeah. seasons. Like, we, to me, yeah. like, you know, Justin Fields, he's just a more athletic Kenny Pickett. You look at their numbers, they're very similar. Kenny yep. just has a slightly better completion percentage, and Fields has a better touchdown to interception ratio. That right. is, they're the same guy. Approaching like the same age, so no, none of these quarterbacks in the draft excite me. But you know what? Let's say a Jaden Daniels <clears throat> excites the Steelers or a Drake May. Yeah, be aggressive, go up and get him. If it yeah, fails, I agree. You know what? You know, you struck out once, try it again. If you strike you out again, try it again. Yeah. You have to find that guy. You have as to long as you're being every just once be aggressive. You know, you got to take your shot every once in a while. You have to. And and being that vital of a position. You know, and, and, and people in the office, you know, they got to say, hey, I, I see that people are getting pissed. People are chanting yeah. until our offensive coordinator gets fired. Yeah. These people in this city want to win. Yeah, they want to win. And yeah. we're not going to win with what we have going on or these other Band-Aid solutions, I, I feel, with your your Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. He, he would, this guy never won like anything. If, no. If they really want to have a competition with Pickett, you're going to go out and – well, the only way to have true competition is to get someone at his level, which would be – giving Chicago a third round this year and a third round next year for Justin Fields. That would be the route because they're the similar player that he would have a competition or you bring back Mason Rudolph and have a competition. Because if you go out and get a Tannehill, he's just a backup. But if you get a Russell Wilson, a Kirk Cousins, a um, Baker Mayfield, you're paying them money to be a starter. I'd get Baker Mayfield in a second. Me too. I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy, but I, I like Baker. Uh, guys on the board. Those that, that those are your options. Ron saying you got to have the right coaches. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Coaching is a big part of football. There's a reason these guys are there. There's a reason these guys get paid good money. 
Uh, Brian on the board also says he's uh, he, he's not a big fan of mock drafts. Neither am I, Brian. I, I'm not a big fan. We uh, do talk about them on the show because it is a big part of the um, the culture in, in the NFL. But uh, I'm, I'm not a big mock draft guy. I like to keep up on it and see what people are saying. But um, it, it's, it's mock draft season, I guess I could say. Also, uh, coming out the other day, Eagles Fletcher Cox hints at wanting to play with Cam Hayward and the Steelers in 2024. <laughs> Mike, any chance Fletcher Cox could land on this defense? Uh, that's what we need, another aging defensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> another you know what, Keanu Benton, you, you, you showed Flash. You showed that you can be the guy. Guess what? We're going to sign Fletcher Cox yeah. and flank him with Ogan Joby and Cam Hayward. And Cam. No, that's not going to happen. We could become the Penguins and have like the oldest. uh, Yeah, the the oldest oldest time, you know, and bring Mike Sullivan as See how that's working. And then put all the rookies on the, you know, let them never play at all, let alone having to, you know, wait half the season to play. Mike Sullivan's the coach. They never, they would be down in the minors. We would trade them down to the UFL is what we would do if, you know, we were the Penguins and had all the young guys. Yeah. So there you have it. I, don't get me talking about the Penguins. I am frustrated with them right now. now we, I'm going to get into them just briefly no, uh, here because we do have to go over a few things. Guys, uh, I want to talk about before we start getting ready to wrap things up, the top seeds, the top seeds in the Whippy Old Boys basketball. Um, Aliquippa, they are the top seed in the Whippy Old in 2A. Lincoln Park, no surprise, top seed in 4A. Also, uh, Manny Christian in single A, Deer Lakes, Deer Lakes in uh, three, Moon in five A, and Mount Lebo is the top seed in six A. You know, Aliquippa better be careful with basketball. You don't want to win too well in there too, because next thing you know, you'll be playing in the D League. That's right. <laughs> They'll be winning the NIT next year. <laughs> you know what? They might. Um, Pittsburgh Passion, the girls, their schedule came out, guys, starting in. April, we're going to have women's football back out at the Pittsburgh Passion. Six game schedule. They're at Alabama uh, to begin or April 27th at home to play DC on May 5th, May 4th. They're in New, they're playing New York at home on May 18th. They're at Tampa Bay on May 25th, home against Boston on June Ooh. 8th. And no, finally, they finish up their season against Columbus at Columbus that, on June 15th. That, that Boston game, no, that, that's the team Ooh, that kept rough, beating man. us last year. They were rough. The Pitt Panthers back on the hardwood tonight, taking on ranked number 21, Virginia. Virginia is uh, coming in with a 19-5 and record, Pitt with a 15-8. and Can the Pitt Panthers keep their streak going and beat another, another ranked team? That game is at 7 o'clock tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins, they lose. We didn't talk about them over the weekend or on Monday because of the Super Bowl. They lost Friday night 3-2 to the Wild. They lost Saturday night 2-1 to the Jets. Their next game is tomorrow. They play the Panthers uh, at home. So Panthers coming in with a 33-15-4. Yeah. So we'll see if the Penguins could knock these guys off and get back in the right column. Yeah, this is a key stretch for the Penguin. they have, Penguins. They have a... Nice little, get it going. little, what a little homestand coming up. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, they Florida, then at Chicago, then home against the Kings, home against the Islanders. They're fighting for a playoff sport. Islanders are above us. The home against Montreal and home against Philly. You you have to win at least four out of the next six to have a chance. Put uh, yourself in position. 
Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates signed two-time All-Star catcher. He is Manny Grandel during the Super Bowl. This actually happened. It makes you wonder why they did it during the Super Bowl. Did they try to slide this one by us? Yes, Manny Grandel comes in with a 234 career average. Pretty fitting for the Pittsburgh Pirates. His very first season in the majors, he bat 297. Everything after that was below 240. So, uh, you know, they, they say depth, but he could very well be the starting catcher on this team after losing Andy. So, Pittsburgh so, so what's the other young at least it's not have? austin hedges well at least they my thing is you got to go after starting pitching that is the need of the pirates and here they go they're you know still working on catchers and yeah. everything else that's the way the pirates operate mike why don't you go and tell everybody about the website man the two dumb users.com the two dumb users.com you're new all of our social links are over there um Merch stores over there, the blogs over there, and you know it's Ryan's favorite time of the year because you know the blog will be nothing but mock drafts. I can't all wait. Right. I can't all wait right. till Ryan go. every day has to go look at my mock drafts. That's all right because every day the derpy says the new two dummies or pledge of allegiance here on the show <laughs> makes it a good day. <laughs> um, maybe at some point we'll just we'll take the recorded copy and use it every day. And what is for now? It's it's. It? Yeah, like, but but now it's with the live being fresh, it, it makes it better. Uh, you guys ready for question of the day? I'm this ready is, for question of the day. This is also this is the Super Bowl champions edition of the uh, question of the day. Guys on the board, Mike Derpy. Here we go. How many team? How many NFL teams, guys, have four plus Super Bowl wins? I'm looking for how many NFL teams have four-plus Super Bowl wins. Take a moment to think that over, fellas. We are live, everybody, five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. If you don't catch the show or you would just rather listen to the show, you could always go over to Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. We take the brand-new show we do every day live, and then we upload it over on Spotify and podcast form. You could be at the gym. You could be in the car. You could take a walk. You have your earbuds put it in listen to some two dumb users every day eight o'clock the new show goes up on spotify check it out all right guys the question of the day is this how many nfl teams have four plus super bowl wins derpy i'm gonna start with you today i think i started with you yesterday but i'm gonna go with you again today how many NFL teams do you think has at least that has four plus Super Bowl wins, four or more? There's 32 total teams. How many of those 32 have four plus Super Bowl wins? I'm going to go f- five. Five. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go ahead and lock Derpy in the place. Derpy said five, guys. Five NFL teams have. Four plus Super Bowl wins. Derpy, you were locked into place. Mike, I'm going to come over to you now. Yes. How many NFL teams have four plus Super Bowl wins? Ron on the board says four. What do you think? You said four wins? Four plus Super Bowl championships. I am going with six. Six. Is this your final answer? Yes. All right. My button went haywire, so just pretend that I'm locking you in the place. Ding. Uh, Ralph on the board Ding. also says four. Ralph says Dallas Steelers, 49ers, New England. All right, guys. 
The question of the day is this. How many NFL teams have four-plus Super Bowl wins? Derpy, Mike, you're locked in. Ralph, Ron on the board, both say four. Guys, the answer of the amount of teams that have four-plus, four or more Super Bowl wins in the NFL, seven. Oh, New really? England, <laughs> New England and Pittsburgh have six. Yep. Dallas and San Francisco have five. Yep. Green Bay, Kansas City, and the New York Giants all ah, have four. Well, the Giants, that's the one I forgot. So there you go, guys. Damn. They all have four. Forgot about the Giants. I, I thought, thought I thought that that would be the one that people would forget. Would be the I, would, like, I, I, I forgot about Green Bay. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they, they won four. I thought yeah. that was the last one. So there you go, guys. Um, I do want to say thank you, everybody, for checking us out today. We appreciate each and every one of you. As always, we couldn't, we wouldn't do it without you. I want to thank everybody on the board. As always, you guys always keep it interesting. Uh, Mike, anything before we get ready to take off for the day? Um, yeah, hold on, real quick, real quick. Nothing you could have been nothing you could have been doing during the first fifty minutes. You know minutes. something I could have been doing too. Okay, seventy-two right. days, seven hours, forty-two minutes, and fourteen seconds until the draft. Ah, oh, I thought you were going to say until opening day, but no, uh, no, no one cares about that. First baby. pitch, first pick in seventy-two days, seven hours, forty-two minutes. Um, pumped. Derpy. Derpy. Book those World Series tickets. You already put your down. You already got your fever. All right. Go fever, baby. Guys, I do want to say tomorrow, tomorrow, tune in to WBVP on Facebook or on YouTube. The uh, guys here, everybody that's on your screen in front of you, myself, Mike, and Derpy, we were invited onto uh, One Man's Opinion on Sports with Brian Pasquale. Tomorrow, the show is between uh, 5 and 6 o'clock p.m., you could go to, again, YouTube. You could go to Facebook. You could also ha- uh, download the app if you want to have the app for the radio station, WBVP. You could listen to the show. Um, but tomorrow, guys, between 5 and 6, the two dumb users will be invading one man's opinion with uh, on sports with Brian Pasquale. It's going to be a good time. We're going to talk about our five, you know, getting to 500 shows. A uh, lot, of, lot of fun things we're going to do oh, tomorrow yeah. over there. We will be live in the morning, you know, as always, as we are right here, right now. But again, tomorrow, 5 p.m., take the liberty of, as I said, just just go to YouTube, type in WBVP, and you'll be able to watch his show live, as you can, every single week. It's a really good show, guys. Uh, I, I encourage you to check him out, and especially tomorrow. But nonetheless, one man's opinion on sports with Brian Williams. Great stuff, guys. Check it out. I'm pumped. I'm ready. Well, yes, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll all be there. We got. We have to. We have to condition Derpy on on uh, you know being Have because you know how he kind of gets out of hand sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I gotta I gotta I gotta condition myself. I cannot swear at all tomorrow. I, I you know it's gonna be. That's gonna be what a, I'm worried about. Adjustment. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I wonder if they'll let like, Derpy do his pledge. I gotta be on my p's and q's. <laughs> <laughs> but Derpy tomorrow. Also, we are gonna get into more of your songs. Oh God, Mike! He he introduced something yes. to me yesterday after the show. I I think that uh, I I think this is going to be gold. I like it a lot. You'll see what I'm talking about tomorrow. We will be doing a little bit more of that along with the Steelers, NFL, all kind of sports guys tomorrow, at our usual time. Anything else, guys? Speak now or forever. Hold your peace. I got nothing. Therapy. Uh, let's go, Pens. All right, there you go, everybody. 
Uh, we got Pitt Panthers back in action tonight. Check them out. Seven o'clock. They're playing number 21, Virginia in Virginia. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about that and many other things. For Mike at the Steelers Central Mobile Studio, for Derpy, myself, the two Dimunes, everyone have a great, great Fat Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>